finally Christmas! Mommy, mommy, did Santa come by and bring my gift? Huh? What do you mean? My friend told me that on Christmas Eve, Santa visits houses, enters the house through the chimney, and leaves behind gifts for kids who have been nice all year. So where's my gift? Oh no, Iho. Santa did not come last night. Huh? But why? Because I have not been nice? No, no, you have been very good. It's because we don't have a chimney. Hello everyone, welcome to the 67th episode of Banana Q Podcast. This is a very special one because it's a Christmas collab with some of our bestie Pinoy podcasters. I'd like to unofficially dub this episode as the Paskong Pinoy Podcasters. <laughs> officially though, our episode titles are always in the form of questions. That is why we have the Q in Banana Q after all. So this episode, we will try to answer the question, how is Christmas celebrated all over the world? Even though all the podcasters involved in today's episode are Filipino, we are all in different parts of the world, so we could definitely help to answer that question. Without further ado, here's our first guest. Hey there, my name is Roma, and I am the host of Empowered Talks Podcast, That Broken A Podcast, and Usapang Podcast. I've been living in Singapore for more than five years now, and I am here to share my memories about my favorite holiday of the year, Halloween. Charot! <laughs> of course, it's gonna be Christmas! Living in one of the most modern cities in the world, I would say it's festive in a sense that there's a lot of shopping deals, discounts everywhere, sale left and right. But when we talk about the whole neighborhood Christmas vibe, sadly, it's just another ordinary day. Houses don't have Christmas lights and Christmas lanterns. Holiday decorations are mostly seen in shopping malls and restaurants. And we don't have carolers here. Of course, we also have to recognize the fact that majority of the population in the country is Buddhist. And based on the 2020 census, only 7% are Roman Catholics in Singapore. So that explains it. That's also why we always go home for the holidays. Because you have to admit... Iba ang Pasko sa Pinas. Yeah, so I agree with Roma's observations, right? Because I also lived in Singapore for a while and same as you, do you agree with her? Yeah, they don't really celebrate it as much as we do. The malls, as she said, it's only the malls and maybe the streets in front of the malls. They are well decorated, but the homes itself, they're not, right? Mm. So it's just like, you know, it's just a gimmick. Yeah. I would say, but the people themselves don't really feel the Christmas spirit and I would also like to add that it's pretty much the same here in Hong Kong. Mm. Although I've only experienced a pandemic Christmas here, so I can hardly call myself an expert. <laughs> so I, of course, interviewed a few locals to prepare for this episode. Mm. Because in Banana Key Podcast, we always do our research, right? Mm. So according to the two and a half locals that I asked, even though they're not Christians, they like to celebrate Christmas with friends. Usually they have a party, the same way that we do, I guess. And they use the opportunity to exchange gifts. So that's just why they get excited about Christmas. And they also apparently do the Kris Kringle, which we do, right? And someone said that one of our friend groups does this thing where they would each bring something they already owned, but that they wanted to get rid of. And they would give that away. 
save the earth because one man's trash is another man's treasure. But this isn't even the most creative Kris Kringle theme that I know about. I remember my former team in Singapore, we were all pretty wacky and creative. So we didn't want a typical boring Kris Kringle. For example, on our first Christmas party, we said we each had to bring a gift that was related to a movie. But the connection should not be obvious. So are you still with me? Confusing, right? (laughs) Movie, but the connection should not be that obvious. Yes, for example, if I gave you a gift and said, this gift is about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, what would you expect it to be? Chocolate, right? Because Mm. that is the obvious choice. But the not obvious one is Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wait, how how are you going to give a Charlie... (laughs) Oh, actually, that's a funny thing. One of the interns that joined us, she Mm. had a gift that said Charlie in a chocolate factory. So we thought, oh, maybe she didn't understand the instructions and this is actually chocolate. But actually, it was a stationery with Charlie written (laughs) on it. (laughs) Yeah, so so that was our theme and we like to complicate things. But it was really fun though, for us anyway. For other people, when I tried to explain it to them, they were like, Huh? Why would you do that to yourselves? (laughs) That was it for Singapore and Hong Kong, I would think. People do like to celebrate Christmas. They feel like they like to grab the opportunity to celebrate, Hmm. you know, just to eat, to drink, to exchange gifts. Because I don't think there's a lot of other holidays that gives you that, right? Like exchanging gifts. Chinese New Year, it's specific. It's money. Hmm. You're right. So maybe that's why they feel like joining in. Yeah, I think they they can enjoy it even though they don't really celebrate. (laughs) Speaking of Chinese New Year, also in China, only 1% of the population celebrates Christmas. So it's very few people, right? Yeah. And it's quite a big contrast because majority of our Christmas decorations are actually sold through China, right? So a lot of the (laughs) lanterns, (laughs) Christmas lights are made in China, but they don't actually celebrate Christmas that much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know which country is one of the users or heavy users of Christmas lights for the celebration? It's the USA. They like to decorate, right? Like, remember Home Alone or something? Like, those giant houses, they like to have, like, all these things on the roof. They even have those lights that can be synced with your music. I'm really impressed by people (laughs) who actually spend time in decorating and then putting a lot of science and a lot of technology in the decoration so that it becomes pleasing to everybody. And did you know that the U.S. spends six billion U.S. dollars every year just for Christmas lights? Just on Christmas lights, not even all the other decorations. Yes. Oh my god, okay. Well, to be fair, US is pretty big, so Mm. I guess that's why. And I think Christmas is one of their biggest holidays, right? I think Thanksgiving is probably bigger because Christmas is just for Christians. Mm. Although, again, I have a feeling that the other non-Christians also like to join in, just like in Singapore and Hong Kong, right? Well, I suppose most people already know how people in US spend Christmas, right? Mm. Because, again, of the Hollywood movies, even if you've never been there or you don't even know an American personally, it's not really a surprise how they spend Christmas. So maybe we don't really need to discuss this 
further. Yeah. So why don't we talk about Europe, right? There's a lot of countries in Europe that celebrate Christmas. And one of our podcaster guests is based in Germany. Yes. And here he is to talk about Christmas over there. Hello, everyone. My name is Lauen, and I'm the host of Pop Your Cultural Cherry. I'm based in a small city called Aachen in Germany. I just wanted to share with you what typical Christmas is like in Germany. I'd say Christmas is probably the best time to visit Germany. A lot of special things happen. So first, you have all over Germany, all of the big cities, even smaller ones, have special Christmas markets. Um, and this is what you typically see in, in movies and on tourism brochures. Basically, the city center of a city would have different shops. People stay out at night and socialize in, in the city center. You'd have a lot of people selling specialty foods for Christmas season. And in, in Germany specifically, you have a lot of what we call mulled wine or wine with herbs. And that's typically served kind of heated up. Yeah, you have a lot of different pastries that are specifically offered during the Christmas season. Um, some cities might even have their own ice skating ring in the middle of the city. Uh, but you you feel the Christmas spirit around you. You feel you know, very warm because a lot, even though it is cold outside, you feel the warmth of the people. That's one thing that's typically German. Um, I'd say you also have in offices what we call the Advent calendar, which is like this this culture of, of gift giving rounding up to Christmas Eve. So basically from the 1st of December until the 24th of December, you'd like give gifts to each other or receive gifts from your employer. So that means one gift per day from December 1 up until December 24. Sometimes they are small gifts like chocolates or some special gingerbread that's only given during the season. You also have, like anywhere else, the culture of giving gifts. Um, but I'd say there's a lot more significance to giving gifts. So you really have to think about the gifts you give others and sometimes spend a lot of money on these gifts because in general, this is how people kind of gauge their relationship with other people. So it's a bit uh, materialistic in that sense, but it also is deeply rooted um, to their culture of, of Christmas. So if you have good friends, make sure to buy them something that is appropriate and also um, not something that is perceived as very cheap. Obviously, you need time and sometimes even money for that part of Christmas. Um, during Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you usually spend that with immediate family. So maybe with some uncles or the grandma or the grandfather. But I'd say the celebrations are a bit smaller than what you'd have. Normally in the Philippines, more intimate and not as crazy, I think, as what you'd have in the Philippines. But yeah, you, you have that happening on the 24th and the 25th. Sometimes even up to the 26th, you'd have some um, gatherings, but typically not super big. Well, that also has to do with the size of the families in Germany in general. That Advent gift giving is crazy. Isn't that too many <laughs> gifts? Yes. <laughs> Well, if you can afford, then yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but I guess that's where the concept of Advent calendars come. I know we don't have that in the Philippines or even in Singapore, actually. I remember my Canadian ex-teammate was disappointed when she first moved to Singapore because she could not find any there. But actually in Hong Kong, there is a lot of them. Like I bought my first one ever just because I wanted to try it out. But 
it's a Trader Joe's one. The chocolate is not really that good, mm. which is probably why I keep forgetting to open the chocolate of the day. Like today's chocolate, I forgot about it again. <laughs> what other variants are there aside from chocolate? I'm wondering what could be other products that would be good advent calendars. Beauty Brands has made that into a thing. Mm-hmm. So there's like small sized products. Mm. Like, oh, on the first day, we'll get a tiny mascara. On the second day, you would get a tiny lipstick and so on, right? So, yeah. I don't know about guys. What do you think would be good for guys? Let me think. The quickest and fastest way to have an advent calendar would be toys. Pokemons. Oh, yeah. Different Pokemons every day. But for guys specifically, I would say maybe an equivalent of the beauty products. We can have our own beauty projects as well. (laughs) Grooming products as well, like hair gel. I would use that. Cologne. Or maybe different fragrances. Like, you can wear a different fragrance every day. Yeah, I think you could get those, you know, those tiny samples that usually you can find as freebies in magazines or something. Mm. Yeah, they could have 24 of those, right? And that that would be be interesting. So anyway, aside from Germany, let Mm. us discuss how other European countries celebrate Christmas. And according to countryliving.com, in Iceland, similar to the 12 days of Christmas in the U.S., Iceland celebrates 13. Each night before Christmas, Icelandic children are visited by the 13 Yule lads. After placing their shoes by the window, the little ones will head upstairs to bed. In the morning, they'll either have received candy if they're good or be greeted with shoes full of rotten potatoes (laughs) if they're bad. (laughs) And you thought coal was a terrible gift. (laughs) Oh my God, the rotten potatoes. Wouldn't that stink? Who thought of this? <laughs> yeah, and why? <laughs> why? I don't but isn't that the same as the original concept for Christmas? Like the naughty list will also kind of receive something. The coal. Yeah, I think it's just uh, to incentivize children to be good throughout the year, right? Mm. But they just took it, you know, on a completely <laughs> harsh way. And another one is in Finland. On Christmas morning, Finnish families traditionally eat a porridge made of rice and milk topped with cinnamon, milk, or butter. Mm. Whoever finds the almond placed inside one of the puddings wins, but some families cheat and hide a few almonds so the kids don't get upset. (laughs) What? (laughs) Here we go again. Christmas is just fooling kids, right? Yes, what is what is up with it? <laughs> yeah, any other you know custom in some other part of Europe? Ah, Sweden. Oh, it's it's very similar because Germany, Iceland, Finland, and Sweden. All of these countries have snow during winter, right? Mm. So that's why when Lawin mentioned ice skating, I can already imagine snow flowing, and then people are ice skating we can't do that in the philippines like we, there's no, no snow i mean we can do that artificially in <laughs> sm there's an ice skating rink there but the feel is different and then he also mentioned kind of hot food like hot wine and in finland you have porridge because it is cold and you need something warm and for sweden on christmas eve itself more than half of sweden sits down to watch a Disney Christmas special on TV, probably because outside it's cold, right? So they're just staying cozy at home, which is probably the same as us Filipinos because we do watch movies, but they don't have the luxury of going outside, enjoying Christmas 
outside because it's too cold. What movies do you remember watching during Christmas Eve? As a child, mm. I guess Home Alone was one of the more popular ones. And I think there was another one, though. Was it Richie Rich or something? Richie I Rich? Think. Oh, that's yeah. a trip down memory lane. I remember he had his own McDonald's at home. Oh, yes. <laughs> I wish I, yeah. you know, if I were Richie Rich, I would do that. But instead of McDonald's, I would do Jollibee. Speaking of Jollibee, but of course, okay. Wouldn't that be nice that they introduce an advent calendar as well? Like for the first <laughs> okay. day, you get a regular yum. Second day, you get a chicken joy. Do you realize that the advent calendar needs to be there from day one? So you'll have rotten food. No, ah, uh, unless it's refrigerated or something. What was what's your plan? The, the plan will be w- w- once you open the designated day uh-huh it will give you a coupon that you can use to purchase for free Jollibee uh, or f- have it delivered but maybe you know going outside is a lot better i like that <laughs> i should suggest that yeah all right so was that all that we have for europe no oh, we have another one for italy as well i trust and love you <laughs> according to the <laughs> The meaning of the letters. (laughs) I trust and love you, Italy. According to this website, in Italy, many children get two sets of gifts. One on the 24th of December and a larger gift on the 6th of January. Hmm? Wow. On this day, Italians celebrate Epiphany Day. Ah, I see. And according Ah, to popular belief, a witch called La Befana arrives in the night to fill good children's stockings with sweets while naughty ones get chunks of black coal. Ah, okay. Then this is similar to... Here we go again with the... the one in with the children. So make sure you're not part of the naughty list. Otherwise, you'll get chunks of black coal. Well, what would children do with chunks of black coal? They would probably use that to vandalize the streets, right? Which is also giving them a bad idea. But in the Philippines, don't we have that as well? Like... We actually extend celebration of Christmas all the way towards Epiphany Day, right? Yeah, Three or we kings. call it the Three Kings, right? Mm. Yes. I don't really remember if we had actually a celebration that happens on that day. I only know is that we take down the decorations after that, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. <laughs> but if you think about it, the Three Kings were the original Santa Claus, right? They were bringing oh, gifts to gifts. Jesus. Mm, mm. That is true. And they they have a more realistic story to them than a big fat Santa riding a flying <laughs> reindeer, don't you think? Ah, that's true. I mean, they were just like kings and, you know, they mm. were giving gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I don't even know what frankincense is. It just sounds like Frankenstein, to be honest. Maybe it's incense of some sort. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Something like that. So in the, back in the days, it was, I would say, valuable item. So our last country in Europe is actually United Kingdom. So technically, even though Brexit happened, UK (laughs) is still a part of the European continent, right? And one of our guests is in UK, and here she is. Hi there, my name is Christine, and I am the host of Lagim, a Filipino true crime podcast, and Asia in the Shadows, a true crime podcast. I am currently based in the United Kingdom. Christmas in the UK is very similar to Christmas in a lot of predominantly Christian countries. So on Christmas Eve, a lot of children would carefully 
look for gifts under the Christmas tree and see if their names are on those gifts. They also make sure that their Christmas stockings are ready for Santa before they go to bed. And they also make it a point to put out some milk or cookies or other refreshments and snacks for Santa as a thank you that he stopped by with his gifts for them. In a lot of the places in the countryside, there are churches and cathedrals that do midnight masses. And I've personally experienced also carol services in bigger cities when I was a student up in Liverpool. And that just gave a little bit of a festive feeling before Christmas Day. The big deal event is Christmas Day, the 25th of December, where families get together to drink and have Christmas lunches or Christmas dinners, where families just hang out and just chill together, watch Christmas movies, watch musicals and rom-coms, watch Christmas specials on TV as well. And it's just that precious time that can be spent together, especially with uh, members of the family that that might not be there always um, for the rest of the year. So it's a good time to sort of have a family reunion and the English, specifically the British, really put a lot of emphasis on that day. Of course, for the kids, it also means opening gifts. So it can get a bit rowdy when you are in a house full of children because they would like to immediately use and play with their gifts. But it's always a very happy, uh, happy atmosphere just to see children enjoy that moment of opening their gifts. After the 25th of December, the next big day would be Boxing Day on the 26th of December, where people just go to town on spending a lot of money on marked down products when they go shopping. Usually people would go with their cars, they would have all their credit cards and cash with them, and they will have researched what they wanted to buy. A lot of people buy uh, game consoles and TVs and computers because a lot of those type of products would be marked down on Boxing Day and people tend to save a lot. Um, so they won't be paying full price on Boxing Day. I personally, I'm not too fond of Boxing Day, but you know, that's just a personal preference. Boxing Day? No. Is that Manny Pacquiao's day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't have that in the Philippines now that I recall. Like usually on the 26th, I'm just staying at home, probably sporting a hangover, not really <laughs> okay. have the energy to go out and do a lot of crazy shopping. Do you remember? Like I don't, like personally, I, I have not experienced doing... In the first place, I don't really remember me having still a lot of money mm. <laughs> after Christmas, right? You've spent most of it before Christmas buying presents and feast items, right? Mm. So probably that's why we didn't really go out and do shopping. Maybe the people who had money or something did that. But I think in Singapore, we kind of did that because like she mentioned in UK, right? There would be a lot of sales the day after Christmas because basically the... Shopping malls are saying, okay, nobody's going to buy this stuff for Christmas presents anymore. So mm. we need to let them go, right, for a discount. And I remember I always loved to go to Uniqlo and, you know, those other shops mm. on the 26th, on Boxing Day. And speaking of Boxing Day, remember, on Boxing Day is our unboxing day, right? We are exchanging <laughs> gifts. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's probably one of the reasons why. Now that I recall, in the Philippines, we attend a lot of Christmas parties and we would have received a lot of gifts during the exchange gifts, right? So that's probably why I'm not really keen into shopping the following day because I probably have oh, received yeah. a lot of random gifts from people. <laughs> I don't uh, yeah, that's true. We're leaving Europe now and let's go to South America, right? And I saw this one country, Brazil, mm. that had an interesting tidbit. It says that Brazilian families come together on Christmas Eve to eat dinner as late as 10 p.m. Then, at exactly midnight, they exchange gifts, toasts, and wish each other a Merry Christmas. Midnight Mass, Misa do Galio, Rooster Mass, is a chance to meet up with neighbors and extended family to wish them well for the holiday season. The service is often followed by fireworks in the town square. Now, doesn't this sound familiar? Yeah, it kind of sounds like Noche Buena in the Philippines, right? Yeah. And also the Misa de Galio. Yeah, they are very similar. It's probably because they're also predominantly Catholic or Christian as well, so... That's why they have the same quote-unquote traditions as us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And they mentioned fireworks. I remember not Katy Perry, but in the Philippines, we do mm. have a lot of... Oh, no. That has changed recently because of President Duterte, right? They totally oh, yeah. banned fireworks. But prior to that, I remember seeing in the news a lot of kids getting hurt by fireworks. Because some oh, of them yeah. are, are not really up to the safety standards. So sometimes it has a lot oh, yes. but then it doesn't explode <laughs> <laughs> expectedly and then people get hurt. So yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. But yeah, it is it is quite festive and it's very similar to the ones in the Philippines that we do. Ho, 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 ho. And now let's move on to the Middle East. And to do the honors, we have the representative of Dubai, Jerick of Langat Speaks Podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Jerick and I am one of the hosts of the Langaspics podcast where we talk about family, faith, and everything in between. We are based here in the UAE, in particular to Dubai, where I've been here for 10 years now, this year. And the way we celebrate Christmas here is similar, actually similar back home. It's, it's the same because there is a big Filipino community here. The way we do our traditions, we seem to have perfectly ingrained it in the culture of the country we're in. This is a Muslim country, but it is an, it is an expat community. And so when you whenever you go to malls, you will see the Christmas vibe all around town. And funny enough, this is where I witnessed the biggest Simbangabi that I've ever been into, of course, pre-COVID, uh, easily per night would be 30,000 faithful Catholics in one church for Simbangabi. And we do it every single night, like for nine, nine nights that it wasn't able to hold the, the, the capacity. That's why they started also Misa de Gallo for 4 a.m. just to kind of manage the crowd. And so it was really, really, really a very enriching experience that I've come to know here. And so I'm also here with my family, with my wife, Apple, and now we have two kids. And so we're very excited every Boys. single time we celebrate Christmas because we believe it or not, to there are supermarkets here that are just catered to bring about everything Pinoy. 
including pork. Yes, it is in a Muslim country. Yes, including pork. They include that. So, and amount of Christmas songs in the air. We do have a Filipino radio station here as well. That's why I told you guys. This particular place kind of amped up the Christmas experience minus the family. But everything is there. Gifts, sales, celebrations. It's there. This this particular part of the world, even though it is a Muslim country, there is peaceful coexistence between cultures and religions and different. Everyone celebrates each and every uh, holiday. Like right now, as I am recording this, we're going to celebrate also the National Day of the UAE 50th, where we come about different types of culture coming together to celebrate this wonderful community that we are in. And that's it for me. I hope that wherever you are, you feel the love of God, the reason for this season. Nice. 30,000 people in a mass. That's a lot of people. Yeah, so many. And that's really completely unexpected from a Muslim country, for sure. Probably because there's a lot of Filipino population in Dubai as well. Yeah, you're right. The Christmas celebrations in Dubai is mainly family-centric. I guess for a lot of countries, that is where the celebrations of Christmas center around, right? Like in U.S., you know, you get reunions, and even the Philippines. Hmm. Usually, if your family is with you, then you would celebrate Christmas with them. Yeah, but that's kind of different here in Japan. So I think Japan is unique because... It's not really centered around family. It's actually centered around lovers. Wow, okay. So, Christmas hmm. here is kind of the, the festival of love. What? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's usually, you would see couples actually spending a romantic dinner together while singles will be out partying, looking for the love of their life. So it's actually like okay. a Valentine's <laughs> Day here in Japan, strangely. And so yeah, that's weird. It, it's strange, right? Mm-hmm. Because predominantly, Japan is not a Christian country. And so yeah. they probably have shied away from the traditions of what Christmas is. And there's another tradition here that's quite strange. This started in 1974, a uh, marketing campaign from KFC. And they call it Christmas Niwa Kentucky, which means Kentucky for <laughs> Christmas. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the reasoning behind that is instead of, you know, enjoying it with turkey, and turkey is not really that popular here in Japan, you can enjoy a bucket of KFC chicken instead. (laughs) That is so unusual. Mm. If you imagine the Colonel Sanders, Mm. he does look like Santa Claus, no? Oh, yeah. He has white hair. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on now then to Oceania. The other Ray will talk about it. I am Ray, and along with Glee, I co-host the Nerdy Fans Podcast, where we talk about various fun and nerdy topics like anime, games, K-drama, and others. I am a born and bred Cebuano from the Queen City of the South, Cebu City and currently based in Auckland, New Zealand. We Filipinos love Christmas, which we begin to celebrate as soon as there's a burr at the end of the month's name, up until the 7th of January. That's a pretty long time. We tend to be 
a more festive race, that's why, compared to New Zealanders, who have quieter or more private Christmas celebrations. Certainly, fellow overseas Filipinos become family, and we celebrate Christmas with each other. It's not exactly as grand a scale as we know back in the Philippines, but it is the closest we can get, and I welcome it. To add on to what he said about New Zealand, I found out that their Christmas tree is the Pohutukawa. What is that? I hope I'm pronouncing this right. So it's a coastal species that blooms a bright red color in December, providing shade during the sunny days as they sing carols in both English and Maori. And because summer falls during Christmas time for Kiwis, Kiwis, by the way, is what uh, the local New Zealand people are. Just in case you didn't know, I'm not talking about a kiwi fruit, right? So <laughs> a number of their traditions center around a Barbie, which I will let Glee explain because they also do the same thing in Australia. Happy holidays, cuties of Banana Cube Podcast. I'm Glee, the host of Gleeful Talk Show, a podcast for sharing zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and hero within, and co-host of the Nerdy Fans Podcast for Netflix binge watchers, anime, and K-drama lovers. I'm a Filipino based in Queensland, Australia, and so how do we celebrate Christmas in the land down under? Since Australia is located on the Southern Hemisphere, we celebrate Christmas here differently because it's summertime for us. So whilst you Northerners out there are in your jumpers, drinking hot choco, wearing fashionable scarves, boots, and not to mention your quote-unquote ugly Christmas sweaters, we Southerners are in our tank tops, drinking beer, wearing flip-flops, and in our ugly Christmas rashy. Yes, not rashes, but rashy. The Aussie slang for rash guard. More so, summer equals beach. So it involves lots of sand and barbie full of seafood, steak, and chips. Barbie, not your doll, but your barbecue. I feel like a lot of Australian slangs are just the cuter version of the word. The drinking culture here in Australia is quite pronounced and it does start early, my friend. Even as early as brunch. And normally, the Christmas trees are up around late November, a tad later than the Philippines, but not as late as Europe, where they put up the tree on Christmas Eve. On a side note, from what I've experienced in Europe, particularly in Austria and Hungary, they usually use real candles as Christmas tree lights on their Christmas tree, which I think is very pretty, by the way. But they also use real pine trees, which I'm not quite sure whether it's environmental friendly. However, over here in the land down under, we do use the same type of Christmas trees as we do in the Philippines. They also have this traditional Boxing Day test, which begins the day after Christmas on the 26th, played at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, the most keenly anticipated cricket match involving the Australia cricket team and an international touring side. Tickets are usually sold out months in advance. If you're an accountant, rejoice! Because even though it's December, it's not your financial year end. Most companies even have a corporate shutdown period of 5 to 7 working days. Though it's not mandatory for you to take those annual leaves, but if international borders would have been open, I'd pack up and take the next plane. 
We're fairly new in this country and both my husband and I are immigrants. So we do spend our Christmas in a non-traditional Aussie way, but our own mix of Filipino and European culture. One of our tradition is to have panettone, a type of Italian bread that's also eaten during Christmas. So it's our third Christmas here, second time living with COVID, so we haven't yet truly immersed with the other way of Christmas. Okay, that was interesting, yeah. right? So now you know what a Barbie is. It's not a Barbie doll. <laughs> it's a barbecue. And then, what was that mm. using real candles on a pine yeah. tree? Isn't that against the Dangerous. fire code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having a hard time picturing it. So they do they light this actually? Or is it just... Maybe they do light it, but not like the same you, you would turn on the Christmas lights and leave it oh. on overnight, right? Probably not that, I would think. For sure, it, these are scented candles, right? So the aroma would be very nice. It would smell like church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if they're not scented candles, I mean, the warmth would probably like mm. increase the scent of the pine needles, right? Mm. Probably, I, I would imagine. So maybe that's why it, it would smell nice. So, yeah, but that's interesting. But, mm. yeah, I think I would be nervous if I was there like, oh my God, is this going to catch fire or something? <laughs> okay. Everyone don't sleep together or, or at once, okay? <laughs> One has to stay guard. <laughs> Make sure that we don't burn the house. Anyway, another continent that experiences summer during Christmas is Africa. According to TravelGuard.com, Christians make up almost half of the continent's population. Hmm? Yeah, this was surprising to me as well. So Christmas is a big deal in Africa, and they sure know how to celebrate. In Africa, Christmas is all about festive concerts, sunny outdoor feasts, and Christmas street parades. For almost everyone in Africa, Christmas is a time to gather with friends and family, go to church, and enjoy a big feast. But every country also has its own unique festive traditions. Now, since Africa has 54 countries, a fact that I only realized recently, by the way, <laughs> we will not list them all down or else we will take forever. So we are going to move on to how we celebrate Christmas in our beloved home country, the Philippines. Yes, that's right. So we asked our guests a second question. What do you miss about Christmas in the Philippines? If you will ask me what I miss the most about the Filipino Christmas, I got three answers for you. Number one, the carolers. I love being serenaded with Tagalog Christmas songs, especially when they have good singing voices. Also, it's been our family tradition to prepare bags of candies and give them away to kid carolers every Christmas Eve. Number two, I call this the Christmas Aura. I just love walking in the city and looking at smiling people with glowing Christmas aura. As if December is not the time to be sad in the Philippines. Every person you see on the road has a paper bag or a gift or bags of groceries and you kind of have a hint that it's a Noche Buena package. Everyone seems generous. People come to malls and bazaars looking for things to buy for their loved ones. Isn't that something? And reason number three, which is also my favorite reason, familiarity. For me, Christmas will always be special when you spend it in a familiar place with familiar faces. When you eat together at the same table or spend the entire day catching up with never-ending stories, only this time you can see each other physically. 
You can hug them and hold them. That's what makes it extra special. Our deep relationship and ties with our family and friends make it all worthwhile. Thanks for listening to my stories and let's catch up soon. Merry Christmas! Well, even though Christmas in Australia has been very exciting and a very good experience, there's a lot of things I miss in the Filipino Christmas experience. And I guess these following points would be self-explanatory where most OFWs or immigrants feel. One is that the sense of preparation for Christmas. We have the Misa de Gallo where we wake up as early as 3 a.m. to go to Mass. Of course, waking up at 3 a.m. when you slept at 11 p.m. is no fun, but it provides that sense of preparation and anticipation, which is why we celebrate Advent, right? And of course, the most obvious reason is the presence of family and friends. I miss all the Christmas parties, the festivities, the caroling, even though most of the time the kids go back to your house more than twice. I just miss that vibe. So even if Christmas is Christmas no matter where you are, it still hits differently when you spend your Christmas in the Philippines. Yeah, I agree with Roma. I really miss the Christmas carols too. I think that was one of the most favorite things that I did, especially as a kid, because as we mentioned in our episode three, right? That's when we would get extra money. But aside from that, I think it was just fun to hang out with your friends. Yeah, and it's not about the voice quality as well, right? It's just yeah, you no. <laughs> and your friends having fun, even if you're singing in using the wrong lyrics even, it doesn't really yes. matter. <laughs> People would still give you money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then that aura that she's talking about or what Lee said, the vibe, right? It's like the Christmas spirit. And it's something that I think is palpable. Like, you know, it's so intense that it seems almost tangible. Like, I remember when I used to fly to the Philippines for Christmas before, I could really sense a change in atmosphere the moment I stepped out of the plane and onto Philippine soil. Didn't you feel the same? Yeah, I feel that too. And Glee said something similar. The vibe, that it hits you differently if it's in the Philippines. And for me personally, what I miss the most is the games that we play during Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. people can get really competitive. I remember in our Christmas party... We had a dance competition. <laughs> and our family members, And you were a dancer, right? So that's yeah. why. Been... <laughs> and people really rehearsed, you know? So they really spent time. And apart from that, we can get really creative with the games as well. Like the traditional games like Trip to Jerusalem. And there are a lot of variations of that. And that's something that I really miss. There, there are no trips to Jerusalem here in Japan. So, yeah. <laughs> And I think Filipinos are really game, right? Like, mm. even not in the Philippines. Like, I remember in Singapore, my group of friends called Little Sambuanga, when we had our Christmas parties before, like, I would randomly say, okay, there's going to be an impromptu singing competition. Mm. On the spot, you have to come up with a choreography, right? Mm. And they would actually do it. Most people would be killjoy. But Filipinos, like, are up to the challenge, even though they're, as you said, they're not really good singers or whatever. They just are game pretty Mm. much most of the time, right? There's not even a decent price. Sometimes it's just bragging rights and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, let's continue with the rest. Here's Christine again. I miss a lot about the 
Filipino Christmas experience because I've not been able to celebrate it for such a long time. I miss being with my cousins, my aunties and uncles, being with my parents, of course. I remember when I was younger, my cousins and I would duck in and out the kitchen to steal, you know, tidbits of food, and then we would be told off. As I grew older, I remember my mother delegating some of the dishes to me, which really uh, cultivated that love of cooking in me, especially cooking Filipino food. And I have so much respect for the process that sometimes I don't even end up cooking it that much. I remember also as a kid, we would watch a lot of cartoons and tell each other ghost stories just to keep each other awake before Noche Buena. And when someone does fall asleep, we may, we, we do our best to poke them awake again. Um, so that was always very funny. And when Noche Buena would come around, I remember just being so excited about the gifts, but really most excited about just being at the table together as a family. And the next day we get to sleep in a little bit. Somebody would be brave enough to wake up earlier than the others and make breakfast out of the leftovers. And that was always a great, great time to, again, talk to each other and plan what to do that very day. Sometimes we would go to church after that. And sometimes we would just go to the mall or to a park. And uh, I just I just enjoyed that feeling of having my cousins around me because I don't get to see them a lot. I, or I did not get to see them a lot, um, you know, the rest of the year. So I, I miss that the most. So, yeah, what I miss from Christmases in the Philippines, definitely family and friends. As I mentioned in Germany, the celebrations are a lot smaller and they're not as crazy. <laughs> There's not much alcohol involved like there is in a typical Christmas uh, get-together in the Philippines. And I miss eating uh, lechon and then probably paxio the next day. So <laughs> these are what I miss mostly, like family, friends, food, and just the way how you know people celebrate it during Christmas Day itself. Both cultures have their own pros and cons and to be honest, how I'd like to live my life is, you know, maybe in the future, split my time, maybe alternate years between Germany, if I'm still in Germany, and the Philippines. So that's how I envision Christmas for me moving forward. But yeah, so that's what I think about, you know, my thoughts on Christmas and my experiences in Christmas in Germany. If there is something I miss in the Philippines, it would be Dumaguete, where my grandmother and several of my cousins reside. Dumaguete is a scene of my Christmas celebrations and summer vacations that are forever treasured in my memories, whose magic could never truly be captured by any photograph. But of course, there are still things about the Filipino Christmas experience that I can't have anymore which is of course being with every member of my family including my parents they're not here with me um, i'm with my in-laws here my my wife's family grew up here i've been here for 40 years now the ua is just 50 years and that's crazy right to think about it so that's something i can't have anymore to to have a complete family every time i celebrate christmas which is somehow you know something that i desire to really experience once again to have the complete side of my family and apple's family 
to be together for Christmas. You know, Christmas back home is known for reunions, lots of Christmas parties, all of these things that kind of bring everyone together. And that's something that I'd really want to experience again. Uh, now, obviously, there is one common thread that is all in their answers. And that is, we don't just miss the Noche Buena food and the rituals, but most of all, we miss our family and friends. Yeah. The pandemic as well has been very cruel to us overseas Filipino workers because for two years, most of us have not been able to spend not just Christmas, but every single occasion with our loved ones back home. So please, yeah. borders open again so that we can <laughs> travel back home. Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult, right? Even though they have kind of open borders. Like I have this friend, he's based in London. He's flying back to the Philippines for Christmas. And he has, like, so far had his flight canceled and then he had to rebook it maybe more than four times already. Can you mm. imagine that pain that he has to go through? It's not easy at all. It has been an extremely difficult two years for us, yeah. Mm. And I guess my realization for this is the conclusion to that question as to what you really miss about Christmas in the Philippines is, well, just like in a lot of movie cliches, love, that's the answer, right? Love is what gives Christmas its spirit. It is what makes the season both happy and sad at the same time for nostalgia and pandemic reasons. And speaking of which, if you want more Christmas nostalgia, please listen to our episode 3, Why Do Filipinos Celebrate Christmas in September? Mm. And that's a really fun episode actually that we did last year. And if you're new here, please follow us on Spotify or wherever you're listening. And also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Banana Q Podcast. And let us know what do you miss about Christmas in the Philippines and how do you celebrate Christmas where you are? Maybe we didn't mention your country, right? Filipinos are all over the world. In fact, according to our Spotify Wrapped, you guys have been listening to us from 40 different countries what? across the world. Yeah, that's a lot of that's countries, lot. right? I don't think I can enumerate 40 countries. Can you? No, I cannot. I'm terrible at geography oh that's amazing yeah wherever you are let us know we'll be <laughs> yes. waiting for your message and just like that episode we would like to end this with a christmas carol but this time we are outsourcing this to someone who is more professional and this is mr energy himself gary v yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as little children we would dream of christmas morn of all the gifts and toys we knew we'd find But we never realized A baby born one blessed night Gave us the greatest gifts of our lives We are the reason that He gave His life we are the reason that he suffered and died To a world that was lost, he gave all he could give To show us a reason to live Remember the reason for this season? Palangakas ang Diyos mm -hmm.